Hello, friend. Welcome once again to the DDP, the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 13th day of April. I'm your host, Paul White. Let's get busy today as we are sharing and reading together the lectionary readings for Holy Week. This is Wednesday of Holy Week, and our readings begin in Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God will help me, therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. He is near who justifies me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near me. Surely the Lord God will help me. Who is he who will condemn me? My thought here is how interesting it is that in the prophetic language, we see Jesus in various ways. Even if the text doesn't talk about him the entire time, we get glimpses of him. It's why we see that moment in verse 6 where he turns his back to those who strikes him, his cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. And that's believed to be exactly what happens to Jesus at the cross. That leads us to Psalms chapter 70, the entire chapter. Don't panic. It's only five verses. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek my life. Let them be turned back and confused who desire my hurt. Let them be turned back because of their shame who say, Aha! Aha! Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. This is a prayer for relief from your adversaries, a psalm of David. And you think about all of the negative that David goes through. And what he's simply asking is not that God destroy his enemy, but let them just be turned back and confused. Protect me from those who... And he says that, aha, aha. He says the Hebrew there is an expression of scorn. Um, just let them be, let them have difficulty finding me because the reason they're trying to find me is to scorn me and just be my protectorate. Our The, the next two readings, of course, are in the New Testament, which is the way it works. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3, and then we'll move into the gospel reading in the gospel of John. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 
For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You can see how these readings are working together. It's Christ who has put himself in the position so of, of being the oppressed so that all of us who are oppressed can have a reliever. He's the author and the finisher of, and I love this, I read to you the author and finisher of our faith, but the word our is not actually there in the Greek. Uh, it is uh, closer to he's the author and the finisher of the faith. So whatever the faith is, our faith is a product of him. He is the writer of it, the author of it, the finisher of it. Speaking of finishing, we finish the lectionary reading today in John 13, verses 21 through verse 32. When Jesus had said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask who it was of whom he spoke. Then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought, because Judas had the money box, that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. So when they had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and glorify him immediately. It seems here that we are watching the betrayal of the one who stands in our place. What always jumps out at me in the story of Judas is that he shares communion with Jesus. He literally receives the bread and the cup in the same way that the other disciples do, which kind of leads me to say that there's nothing that ever disqualifies you. If Judas gets to eat communion, so do you. And when you depart from that communion with bad intentions, then for you it will be what it was for Judas at the end of verse 30. It was night. We move on to Monday, Thursday tomorrow, and the readings will be from Exodus 12, Psalms 116, 1 Corinthians 11, and John 13. See you tomorrow. God bless.